Hey there, Frontlines listeners. This is Mike letting you know about this week's sponsor, Audible.com. Head over to audiblepodcast.com slash clonewars to download your free audiobook. Choose from over 60,000 titles, including a wide array of Star Wars and Clone Wars audiobooks. So head over to audiblepodcast.com slash clonewars to start your free trial today. Hey everybody, welcome to a special edition of Frontlines, the Clone Wars podcast. I am your co-host, Matt, but today I will be acting as your host. And uh, back in late February, early March, uh, our host, Michael, put out a call for a co-host for his podcast. And uh, I myself was looking into getting into podcasting, and when I saw the post on the forum about uh, sending an audition. So I decided to uh, send in an audition to Mike. Here we are, months and months later, I'm, I'm his co-host. But uh, some of you have emailed in asking to hear what I put together for the audition. So we thought we'd throw that on there for you in between episodes of The Clone Wars. Um, back in March 20th is when episode 22 of the first season of Clone Wars aired and that was Hostage Crisis I decided to uh, do a podcast on that episode that was probably my favorite episode of that season so I thought I would jump on and and do a podcast on that and I actually did that the Saturday after it aired so um, I basically did it um, just myself kind of kind of free talking over the uh, episode or freestyling, or however, however you want to call it. Added some audio clips and uh, a few other things on there. So I hope you guys like it. Um, don't forget, while I have you here, uh, we have the Christmas giveaway, the Captain Rex sketch by Tom Hodges. That will be auctioned off January 4th. Not auctioned off, but drawn out of a hat January 4th. So get your submissions in to matt at clonewarspodcast.com. And don't forget to join us uh, next week. We should have a new episode out uh, the week of January 4th. So keep an eye out for that. So without further ado, here is my audition. Dateline, a long time ago. Galaxy far, far away. The clone armies of the Republic are spread out across the galaxy, fighting droid armies of the Separatist movement. And from the front lines of the battle comes Frontline, the Clone War podcast with your host, Michael Cohen. And now, Michael Cohen. Hello, Star Wars fans. Welcome to another episode of Frontlines, the Clone Wars podcast. My name is Matt Crankster on the forums. I will be your guest host today. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for making us part of your day. Today I will be discussing episode 22 of the Clone Wars series, Hostage Crisis. Yes, episode 22, the season finale, can you believe another season is in the books, and uh, great season, um, looking forward to season 2 already, 
but uh, in this episode, I want to discuss um, episode 22, and what I think I'm going to do is do a uh, episode rundown and then a quick season rundown, but first I want to uh, talk about what this episode and the season finale was about and who it was about, and it introduces a new character, and his name is... Cad Bane. Here we go. So most of you will recognize that um, sound clip from the trailer that was on the Clone Wars podcast website. Fantastic trailer. Perfect to introduce this character. I love that trailer. So um, basically I want this character. I want this figure. I'm ready for Gentle Giant or Sideshow to put this out as a 12-inch, and I'm all, all over it. Excellent character. Excellent look. Um, what do we know about this guy? Well, we know he's a Duro, and uh, from the homeworld Duro, he's a Duros. Um, basically, he's the top bounty hunter in the galaxy right now, and now that Django Fett's out of the picture, it looks like Cad Bane is the top bounty hunter. And from the commentary by Dave Filoni, um, he talks about... He, how, he wanted an effective bounty hunter uh, in this series on the level of Boba Fett, an intense bounty hunter that works for the highest bidder. It doesn't, it doesn't matter who it is. He's just into the money. For kind of the first time in the Clone Wars, we see these bounty hunters really operating. And I, I wanted to show a very effective group of bounty hunters. Clear this platform now. Everybody else. Cad Bane is a new bounty hunter. He has to be instantly effective, kind of on the level that I always wanted to see Boba Fett work on in the old classic trilogy. And we knew that this guy was going to be a very intense fighter, a very intense gunslinger, a very serious threat. Cad Bane works for the highest bidder, and I think he enjoys what he does. On your knees! Son, I wouldn't be so hasty if I were you. So... Like I said, great introduction, great trailer for him. I was really psyched up. Um, so the look of the character was based off of Lee Van Cleef. Um, that's where Lucas apparently took his inspiration um, in The Good, and the Bad, and the Ugly. Um, definite Western filled this character. You know, he's got the twin blasters on the side, the big... 10-gallon hat. Fantastic hat. I love the hat. Just an all-around great look. He even has the gauntlets. He has like Boba Fett-ish, Django Fett-ish gauntlets on him. Um, 
The uh, boots have repulsors in them, which uh, we'll get to a little later. Um, but all in all, just a great looking character. Really, really well job, job well done on this character. Um, he also has the breathing tubes, um, so he can work freely in the harshest environments. And of course, the classic Western duster jacket uh, to go along with the outfit. So, so all in all, just first introductions of the character are. Um, blown away. Love it. So that is basically our, our first introduction of, of Cad Bane um, before the episode 22 aired. Um, so I was really pumped up for this episode. Um, let's go ahead and go to the episode recap. So even though this is a season finale for, for the first season, um, as far as production numbers, this is a season 2 episode 4 production. So as with a couple of the earlier season one episodes, this was actually made uh, during the season two production. It was directed by Giancarlo Volpe and uh, written by Yoga Mahoney. The uh, full synopsis as far as the, uh, it starts off with the fortune cookie um, or opening, uh, opening quote was the secret shared is a trust formed and we start off um, basically a normal day in Coruscant. Uh, uh, an airspeeder comes by with um, Cad Bane and and his bounty, his, his clan with him. Um, he comes in with uh, a guy named Shahan Alma, a weakway, uh, a pair of commando droids and um, an assassin droid. I think there's a couple assassin droids in there. Um, so they're coming towards the east wing of the uh, Senate building. Uh, they stop at the platform and they're met by some Senate guards. And they were alerted by Bane coming into the airspace. Um, and, kind of, you know, Cad has this just a uh, way that he had this way about him you can already tell uh, he gets off the speed here and he's just walking towards him he states he has business with the Senate and uh, he tells the security detail to step aside attention attention this is a restricted area no landing is permitted without permission violators will be prosecuted to the full extent of the law put up your hands Without business with the Senate. How about you fellas step aside? On your knees. Raise your hands. Slowly. Son, I wouldn't be so hasty if I were you. Cuff him. So uh, the captain, the uh, Senate guard captain, he ain't going to have any of this. He tells Bane to get on his knees. And suddenly we get some shots uh, from across the uh, one of the towers. And who is it but Aura Singh? And we have seen her before, obviously in episode one, for about two seconds. But uh, here we get to see her a little bit more, and, and we get to hear her uh, with a line or two of dialogue uh, a little later. But basically, she comes out, she's sniping from the other side of the, uh, from a tower on the other side, and she takes out some guards uh, fairly easily. So she makes quick work of these um, Senate guards. And as... Uh, 
a couple of them go run for cover. Cad Bane rushes to the captain and gets him in a headlock and snaps his neck. So we heard from Dave Filoni that this was going to be a episode that was a little more intense, and already we see Bane um, with his first victim and doesn't even use his blasters. He just uses his hands. Boom, puts him in a, in a headlock and snaps his neck. Uh, our scene kills the last of the guard detail, and uh, Bane signals her to uh, rendezvous on the platform uh, tower of the Senate building. So Bane has um, his commando droids uh, don the uniform of the Senate guards, a la New Hope, uh, Han, and Luke, when they don the stormtrooper outfits. Basically the same thing. He tells them to clean up the area get rid of the bodies and, you know, keep it uh, like nothing is going on over there. Um, someone calls in. Obviously, there's some a report of some ruckus, but they tell the whoever it is that the situation is secure. So our scene comes down in the second airspeeder, and uh, an alien comes out, Robinino, and two more assassin droids come in to join the party with Cad Bane. Uh, with the commander droid standing guard, the rest of the posse makes its way into the Senate building. So now we cut away to um, just above the fracas that was going on below in the same building. Senator Padma Almodala is at her office. Anakin Skywalker is there with her, visiting her. Uh, he's restless, you know. He's actually supposed to be at a meditative retreat. But as we know Anakin to be, he... He kind of works on his own, you know. He does his own thing, and uh, he's trying to convince Padme to take some time off so they can go away. Padme is trying to remain focused, you know, doing her thing. She's got a Senate bill that she needs to work out. And uh, Anakin's stressing that uh, nothing is more important than their feelings. He gives her his, uh, his lightsaber, kind of showing that he's, he's willing to give a lot of this stuff up. And he wants to give it to her for safekeeping. Padme thinks she's uh, that Anakin's just teasing her, but uh, she kind of puts the lightsaber aside, and they kiss for a second. So we get to see a little bit of the relationship that uh, goes on between those two. When I finished constructing my lightsaber, Obi-Wan said to me, Anakin, this weapon is your life. This weapon is my life. No, Anakin, I can't. A Jedi lightsaber is... Wow. It's heavier than I thought. It's yours. Believe me now? <laughs> if all you want to do is make fun of me, I think you should just go. That's not what I want. Not at all. So I thought that was a good... Uh scene to show them um, Padme and Anakin in the midst of the war and everything that they uh, still at least Anakin is trying to find some time for them to spend together um, makes episode 3 a little more powerful I think so now we're going to cut back to Cad Bane and his bounty hunters they're making their way deeper into the Senate complex um, the assassin droids target and they eliminate a Senate guard He's uh, watching over the power control room. And they make a quick work of some droids that are also in there. And uh, Bane has uh, Robinino get to work on sabotaging the uh, power distribution uh, network. Uh, 
Bane tells the rest of the Bowden Hunters uh, to follow him while Robinino works on the uh, kind of basically taking out all the communication in the building. Um, and we go back to uh, Padme and Anakin. Um, they're still kissing in the uh, in the Senate room, kind of in the private office, uh, when suddenly they hear C-3PO and Bail Argana at the door. So Anakin has to hurry up and hide, and, and uh, Padme had dropped Anakin's lightsaber on the desk so he didn't even get a chance to grab that um you know there's there's their relationship is still a secret and um anakin has to hide so nobody uh bail finds him or c-3po says anything so um you know senator ghana comes in and tells padme that uh senator philo has a called a meeting in the lobby before the senators are voted on the Enhanced Privacy Invasion Bill. Um, it's an important issue for uh, bail. They, uh, him and uh, c 3 will come in to, to get Amidala, basically, or Padme, and tell her that she can't miss the meeting. Um, and they wait there for her. They don't, you know, say, hey, I'll meet you over there. They just say, hey, let's go right now. So she's... Uh, forced to leave and she still has the lightsaber she had put it behind her back um, when she was in front of her desk when bail came in so um we're gonna see later on that that's gonna cause some problems for anakin and again we see that he forgets his lightsaber or he loses it again like he did in episode two so again anakin getting into more trouble we cut away again to uh Cad Bane, Aura Singh, and uh, Alama, and two of the assassin droids as they um, are creeping down the corridors of the Senate building towards the uh, guard barracks. It's time for a guard change, and a troop of guards go into an open door where it looks like it might be a locker room or something like that, or a, a changing of the guard area. Bane comes in with a... Bane comes in with a... Uh, thermal detonator, throws it in as the door is shut, and it goes off, pretty much killing all the Senate guards in there. As uh, the rest of the bounty hunters follow behind Bane, um, one of the guards is still alive, barely. He's asking for help, and then we see Arsene come in, and she's basically a cold calculus, you know, killer, uh, calculating killer. She, you know, puts the blaster to the guy, and boom, he's gone. So she's also a great character. Um, we're going to see a lot more of her, obviously, as well. So now we cut to another scene in the Senate uh, building. Senator Bail Organa holds informal court with a number of other uh, diplomatic representatives, including Senator Philo, and uh, these like they're like-minded politicians uh, agreeing to oppose the upcoming le- legislation, but they are interrupted by uh, Cad Bane and his um, horde of bounty hunters. The bounty hunters surround the senators, uh, holding them hostage. Now Philo is—he's uh, kind of outraged. He's, he ain't going to stand for this. No bounty hunter is going to come in and, and disrupt their meeting. So he basically tries to walk away. He walks right past Bane, and here we go again. Bane turns around and shoots the guy right in the back. Bane then orders the senators to gather at the center where they can be relieved of their communication devices uh, or any communication devices they may hold. I don't know who you think you are, but I, for one, have no intention of listening to this kind of insolence. 
All right, then. If you all gather at the center of this lovely atrium, my co-workers and I will relieve you of any communication devices. So, again, another instance of Cad Bane showing that he is... He is ruthless, you know. He's going to shoot somebody back. He doesn't care. Nobody's going to, you know, tell him what to do, basically. So now we cut away to Senator Ornfrita. He rushes to meet Palpatine in the executive office. Ornfrita opens up the communications network and, and on the Palpatine's desk, and uh, it reveals a holographic form of Cad Bane. Bane, uh, he's laying out the situation. He's saying, you know, he's in control of the East Wing, He's in control of the senators as hostages. You know, if he wants them alive, if Palpatine wants them alive, he is going to release Zero the Hut from the Republic Judiciary uh, Detention Center. Everybody quiet. I've got a call to make. So here's what you're going to do. First, you're going to make a pardon disc. You can give it to your friend there. Me? My ship will come and pick him up and take him to the prison. Once Zero has been released and is handed over to me, then your associates will be released. Understand? Oh, I do. But I feel it is my duty to warn you that you will end up paying for this outrage. I can live with that. So now we finally find out what Bane wants, what, what he's doing here at the Senate office. He's here to free Zero the Hut. He's been paid a boatload of money to free Zero the Hut. Now, uh, Palpatine is outraged, you know, that this, this, who is this bounty hunter, Bane? He's got some, you know, he's got some big hoys to come in here and say he's, you know, the boss and we're going to do what he says. So here's where we find out that Robinito has completed his work and the power control. He shuts down all the power in the Senate building. And the emergency bulkhead doors, they shut down. So Palpatine is trapped in his office uh, with Ornfrita. Corner, the, the quarters of the Senate building are, they kind of dim, you know. The emergency lights come on, and Anakin finally comes out of Padme's office, uh, kind of confused. He, don't, he doesn't know what's going on. So with the uh, Senate building in security lockdown mode, Chancellor Palpatine and Senator Ornfrita are trapped in the executive office. Uh, they cannot even uh, get a distress signal out to the outside. Meanwhile, uh, Cad Bane gathers the calmings from the senators, but uh, Padme tries to avoid being searched for fear of uh, Anakin's lightsaber being discovered. She still has it tucked in her her shirt sleeve, and uh, she, uh, you know, tries to, you know, tell Bane, uh, not Bane, but uh, she tries to talk to Bale. She doesn't really say anything. She just says she can't be searched. So Anakin can can hear her voice uh, as as Bane is talking to her, um, and you see as Bane is talking to Padme, her eyes kind of go up and to the left because she notices Anakin, and, and right away Bane turns around and spots and starts opening fire on Anakin. Again, we see that uh, Bane is, is good. He knows what's going on. Well, hello there, little lady. And who might you be? I am Padme Amidala, senator from Naboo, and I demand that you release us immediately. The Galactic Senate will not treat with terrorists. Ain't you awful young and pretty to be a senator? 
Uh, Anakin dashes from the atrium as Bane, you know, sends his his hunters after him, and uh, with with the, with the distra- distraction, uh, the bounty hunters have forgotten about searching for Padme. So um, Anakin uh, tries to calm Link, but he can't get no communications out. So he runs through the corridors with uh, Shihan Alma and the assassin droid right behind. Um, Anakin is unarmed, and here again we see that. Some of the stuff he does, he's he's not uh, staying with a true Jedi code, you know, and without the attachments. He he's in the office with with Padme, and he's messing around, and he leaves his lightsaber, and this is what happens. Um, he's unarmed, and he's unable to defend himself against the incoming uh, blaster fire from the two bounty hunters that are chasing after him. So Anakin ducks into a vacant uh, office, and uh, he splices his hand calmly into a, and a com, I guess a comm terminal, and he's able to contact uh, Palpatine, kind of like locally in a local network. The Chancellor gives Anakin a hasty update on what's going on, and implores Anakin to get the, get to the power control room so we can restore the building to its operational status. The conversation is overheard by the bounty hunters, and they follow the voices into the senatorial office. Uh, Anakin cuts the communication, and he ducks out of sight as uh, Alama and the assassin droid arrive. Their search kind of lingers on until Anakin nudges Alma through the force, um, convincing him that he should hurry up and uh, search the uh, other floors. There's two more floors to search. So that was kind of cool. You get to see Anakin use a little for a suggestion there to get Alama and the assassin droid to go search the uh, the other floors. Anakin follows the uh, assassin droid, the IG-88 looking droid, and he starts and you know, engages into a hand-to-hand combat or brawl with his robot. Uh, in the fight, uh, the blaster rifle is damaged and Anakin uses it as a club basically. He just starts beating the, the uh, droid over the head um, into submission, you know, after he does that, he hides because the Kwekwe Shihan is coming up and he spots the droid on the floor. And uh, it's kind of interesting because he's able to notice that the assassin droid, there's no lightsaber cuts. So he finds that interesting. Um, basically, he deduces that Anakin is unarmed. So basically, um, we see how much of a uh, how much these Jedi rely on their on their weapons. Um, so I thought that was kind of interesting. So Alama returns uh, to the atrium and reports to Cad Bane, uh, telling Bane that uh, uh, you know Anakin is unarmed. So uh, Bane orders uh, R. Singh and Alama to go out and find Anakin, uh, go hunt him down. So Anakin heads to the power control room, and uh, he startles Robinino, who 
he kind of rushes back into the out the uh, the room, shuts the door behind him, locking the door. So without his lightsaber, Anakin, you know, he's kind of kind of helpless there. Um, he can't get his he can't cut his way through. So um, basically, he has Robinino stuck on the other side. So we cut back to Cad Bane. He contacts uh, Chancellor Palpatine again, and this time uh, with more specific instructions. Uh, he tells him to make a pardon disc. And he wants him, uh, Bane wants Palpatine to give it to Ornfrey Todd to deliver, uh, basically ordering uh, Zero the Huts uh, to be free. So Cad Bane will transport the senator to the prison to free Zero the Hut, and once the Hut is free, the hostages will be let go. At least that's what he tells Palpatine. So Palpatine uh, has really no choice, so he agrees and uh, continues to, to express his outrage at the violation of the Senate. So now we catch uh, Sheehan catches up with Anakin at the power control room door and holds him at blaster point. Anakin uses uh, the force to pull Alama's blaster into his hand. Uh, Alama drops to the floor, revealing Aura Singh. So here's Singh again. Uh, using her sniper rifle from a distance at the end of the corridor, she fires the rifle at Anakin, shooting the blaster right out of his hand. Anakin tries to dodge. He, you know, he dodges the incoming bolts, and at this point, the door opens from the control room, and Robinino jumps out, and I guess he zaps him with a, some type of elect- electrical prod or something, and... Uh, Anakin's down for the count. He's out. And we we finally get to hear our sing for the first time. Um, she orders him to be tied up and delivered to Bane. So cut back to the assassin droid, who I th- is called 3D. Um, he enters the executive office and collects Orn Ta, who carries the pardon disc. Uh, the Twi'lek senator is marched to the landing platform and placed aboard a speeder that trails behind in it a uh, another another transport, specifically for Zero. Aura Singh and uh, Alama drag Anakin's unconscious body into the atrium. Uh, Cad Bane is pleased to see so uh, a formidable adversary defeated. He he knows who Anakin is apparently. He um, earlier when he see he's talking to Padme and she spots him and Bane turns around. He immediately recognizes Anakin. So obviously Anakin's reputation through the galaxy has spread, and uh, even bounty hunters uh, know who Anakin is. So um, that's uh, that's a big adversary that has been defeated, and Cad Bane takes great pride in that. Um, he tosses Anakin into the uh, into the center of the room with the other hostages. So now we come back to 3D, who has Ornfrita, and they land at the prison. There's clone troopers out there. They're at the ready as Ornfrey hands over the pardon disc, and he basically authorizes Zero the Hut's release. Um, the Hut slithers out of the landing and platform and boards a speeder. Um, 
you know, he's he's uh, voiced by the same guy who does uh, Cad Bane. So it's interesting to hear two totally different uh, characters uh, and their voices. So 3D pilots the uh, the uh, uh, Zero the Hut back to the Senate building to pick up Cad Bane and the rest of the bounty hunters. Meanwhile, uh, the Queequeg bounty hunter Alama and Robinito begin fixing uh, electronic devices around the perimeter of the atrium, um, items Bane refers to as parting gifts. Uh, Bane contacts Palpatine, saying, you know, here's control of the Senate. You can have it back, um, and your senators. Though he warns Palpatine not to try anything until, until he's, he's left. So the bounty hunters move to leave the Senate. Uh, they activate the devices. It's kind of a laser maze, if you will, surrounding the senators and Anakin, um, a grid of lasers that keep them pinned down so they can't move. And if they were to touch or disrupt any of the lasers, the whole uh, atrium would blow. So they're pretty much stuck there um, until Anakin is, is revived. It's Anakin's out, and we know that Padme has his lightsaber. We need to get to the landing platform. Is everything ready? Yep, yep. Turn on the field. If you so much as breathe for one of these lasers, the whole room will blow up. Senators, Jedi, I bid you all the most respectful farewell. Let's go. So the Republic gunships arrive uh, at the executive office, and uh, clone, we see some clone troopers. They dive through the window. They break through the window of Palpatine's office. Two other gunships land at the Senate platform, and uh, troopers debark to uh, hold the emerging bounty hunters at gunpoint as Bane and his, and his group are exiting. Palpatine contacts Bane holographically and says, Hey, it's time to surrender. But Bane reveals a little card up his sleeve. He uh, tells him about the laser traps and the East Wing. So, again, Bane has the upper hand. Um, he's, he's smart enough to know how to handle things. And so now the clones have to allow Bane to, to pass. And uh, this is where um, the Assassin Droid 3D arrives with Zero. Um, the bounty hunters all board, and we see Cad Bane jump onto the top, not even to get into a seat. He just jumps up and says, "Hey, let's go." So we get cut back to Anakin. He finally wakes up um, with Padme looking over him. He assesses the situation, and uh, Padme gives him back his lightsaber, and he uses it to cut a hole in the floor. And at this point, um, Bane is also talking to Zero. And you know Zero's pissed off. He's been held in this in this prison for for who knows how long. So Bane says, "Hey, how about uh, a little bit of um, revenge or retribution?" Well, it doesn't look like prison had to adverse an effect on you. Oh, you can't imagine the unspeakable things I've suffered. The horror. I doubt I'll ever really recover. How about some dead senators as payback? He goes to detonate the explosives. 
Luckily, um, Anakin cuts to the, to the floor just in time as the, the office explodes. So um, they're okay, and then basically ends on uh, Zero the Hut. He's congratulating Bane um, on a job well done. But, uh, you know, Bane doesn't care. And, you know, what does he ultimately want? He wants his money. He cares for, he doesn't care, he doesn't say, he doesn't care about the attaboys or anything like that. He wants his payment that was promised to him by um, Zero the Hut. Congratulations on a job well done, bounty hunter. Time to pay up, Hut. I don't work for free. So that's the um, kind of a quick episode recap. It doesn't really end on a on a um, cliffhanger. It basically ends on its own, but it's kind of telling us, hey, get ready for season two, because this is what uh, looks like is going to be in store for season two. Is going to be a lot of bounty hunters. If you caught the um, the preview at the end of this episode. Oh man, look out. I mean, it is going to get a lot better. And, uh, you know, we get to see a, a few glimpses of Bane in action. Uh, it looks like he's going to be fighting against Ahsoka and Anakin. And um, we're going to see him use his repulsor boots. So, wow, this thing is, is going to be great. I, I'm looking so looking forward to season two. Bane is, again, great character. Looking forward to more of him in season two, but I want to go back and and go over a few of the high points of this episode. So uh, highlights, obviously, the highlight was uh, the star of the show, Cad Bane. He's voiced by Corey Burton, who also does Count Dooku and uh, Zero the Hut. So love the voice of the character, fit him perfectly. Now I was looking at Wikipedia, and there's a a section where it says uh, that Bane was working for Darth Tyrannus and he stole a holocron with a list of infants with force potential. Uh, he kidnaps the children from the list and uh, takes them to Mustafar, where Darth Sidious plans to use them for his wicked deeds. So I don't know if that is coming up in a future episode of Clone Wars or if that would someday be seen in a live action series, but. That is very cool. I'm loving that. I, you know that just that those two sentences, tons of potential. So, whether that comes out um, in the Clone War series or the live action series, either one, I'd be I'd I'd love to see that. Another high point was our Singh. Obviously, like I said, we haven't seen her since Episode One for the you know one second where she was watching the pod race. And uh, here we get to see that, you know, she is very lethal, um, excellent with the sniper rifle, um, very deadly, and, a, you know, a perfect uh, addition to the team of Cad Bane. Another thing I liked was the, um, we get to see, again, Anakin. You know, he, uh, you know, the difference between him and, and Obi-Wan is, is so much, you know, we... They're such great friends, but we see how dedicated Obi-Wan is. And then we see Anakin, who, you know, he loves Padme, and, and it's really making it 
hard for him to concentrate on other things. He loses his lightsaber again. And, you know, we get to see, like I said, the interaction between those two, and it makes episode three that much better. You know, anytime we get to see those two and get to spend some time together, it kind of makes episode three that much more powerful. So all in all, just a, a fantastic episode. I'm trying to figure out where I'd place this in one of my favorites. I mean, uh, of course, Ambush, um, one of my favorites, Rookies, uh, the Ryloth trilogy. This is going to be up there. You know, I, pro I don't know, probably going to be my top episode. Um, I'm, you know, I'm a lightsaber guy, uh, Jedi guy. I like the lightsaber battles, but, you know, ever since I saw this character in the trailer, um, I was pretty pumped up for it. So... You know, it's hard to say what my most favorite episode would be in the series. So I just, on that note, kind of go over the season in general. I started watching this when the season was around six or seven. Um, basically what I did is I started DVRing them and wanted to go in this where I could catch, you know, go through the first five episodes back to back I hate waiting and waiting for season two wow it's gonna be a long wait so um but all in all you can definitely see the progression from episode um, number one to 22 even though there was some uh, season two production runs in there this series is fantastic the art is fantastic um, the detail on on some of these episodes um, some of the things that stand out were the Twi'lek. You know, when you see Twi'leks with the uh, the tentacles, you see them swaying um, when they're walking. Cad Bane's hat, you can kind of see his hat move. Um, I've heard criticism about how when Anakin and Obi-Wan are on the staffs or on the uh, bark speeders, how their hair wasn't moving. Okay, I can I can see that, um, but some of the detail they do go into, some of the background detail, is incredible. The art is fantastic, like I said. Um, like I said, the I watched the Kennedy Tartakovsky series, and you know it was pretty good, but uh, this for me is so much better. And of course, we get this in high definition, which is outstanding uh, I'm fortunate enough here at home to have um, big screen uh, I've been watching this a lot with my projector and uh, wow this thing looks beautiful in high definition so I think just a, a great opening season I can't wait for episode or uh, season 2 and the rest of the seasons I think they did a great job Dave Filoni excellent work the cast, all the voices of, well, let's not go into the um, B.J. Hughes, Jar Jar thing, but uh, all the voicing is incredible. Tom Kane, who does Yoda and many of the other voices. Corey Burton, who here does Cad Bane, and also um, Zero the Hut, and also Count Dooku. You have Anthony Daniels doing C-3PO. So the voice talent is fantastic. Can't say enough about uh, that and uh, the artwork. So 
uh, kudos to Dave Filoni and his team. I think they've really done um, this series justice, and they've done Star Wars justice. So I'm, you know, can't wait for for season two to start, and uh, hopefully we'll have a lot more discussion in between um, in between that time here on the uh, Frontlines uh, podcast. Um, so with that, that will wrap up this episode of the Frontlines Clone Wars podcast. Um, again, a great season. I think earlier I said, um, I can't believe another season. I meant to say, I can't believe the first season is already done. But, you know, I started um, five or six episodes in and, and was watching one almost uh, every day for the first, you know, like I said, five or six. So... Um, looking forward to hearing from you guys and talking on the Clone Wars um, site. So we'll see you around with your catalog forms. May the force be with you.